Hey, NBNR listeners, this is Kyle. You know me as the video guy from the podcast, and I'm excited to announce a new documentary called In the Deed, The Glory Memorial Stadium, produced by Nebraska Public Media. From the original 1923 stadium to today's 90,000 fan venue, In the Deed, The Glory Memorial Stadium reveals the storied history, evolution, and significance of the stadium that is synonymous with Saturdays in Nebraska. It reveals little-known and lost-to-history facts such as an underground indoor track and a partial South Stadium collapse in the 1990s. It also honors the 100th anniversary of the stadium built to honor the men and women who served in World War I. You can watch it on Sunday, August 13th at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media and Facebook Live, or you can visit nebraskapublicmedia.org-memorialstadium. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. We're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> got it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Kyle. Beautiful. Thank As you. always, <laughs> we are in the barrel room with all the fancy lights. It's too hot in the brewery. The brewery is open because it is a Tuesday night, so we had to find an alternate location. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's it's not, not bad. bad recording. It's it good in here. Yeah, nice you know? change of scenery. Yeah, Harry Potter stole the show. Yeah, yesterday. It really did. So it really did. Hey, you know what? We'll Harry we'll Potter. set aside and come in on a Tuesday. Still drink free beer. I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, go big red indeed. No block, no rock. Season three, episode fifty-two. My God, fellas, this month there will be Nebraska football. I'm so goddamn excited. Did you wake up this morning knowing that? Oh, I woke up rock hard, and there was a reason today. (laughs) (laughs) Normally there isn't one, but today (laughs) there was. Damn it! But now it's like, yeah, thirty days out, guys. So that's. Obviously, Mike Rogier, Amon Green, Darren Diedrich. May he rest in peace. Those are the main guys. Tier, we had Tier on, so yeah, Tier. Shout yeah, out, yeah, true. Yeah, shout I'm, out Tier. Yeah, I made a Tier video, so that'll that'll be going up. I think it's already been up, but um, let's just talk about what we're drinking, guys, because we already said we are at the Nebraska Brewing Company Taproom, 108th of Harrison and Lavista, Nebraska. I am drinking the Hef, the classic Hefeweizen. Eos. Very wheaty, banana-ish. I can dig it. <laughs> can we just get you out of the way? Yeah, you, you, guys, you guys know what I'm drinking. It's the <laughs> Pilsner. Just, okay. drinking every the Pilsner. goddamn episode. Every you fucking know it. <laughs> every day. So yeah. Ridiculous. I, like, we always save him for last. It's like, well, why? No, get out of the way. We should just do him first. Why did you even talk? You should have said, Connor, what are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. Go. I'm just going to start interrupting right in that opening segment and just say, Pills. Pills. Yeah. Pills. 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 I, wanted, Pills. I wanted to uh, make a shirt for the brewery that said, I'm addicted to pills. And they thought that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible marketing <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> With one L, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. See, that's yeah. what I said. That's uh, funny. They, they still did not find no. that funny. Okay. <laughs> Who's they? Something about an opioid epidemic. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Big Pharma. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Mike, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Pog, a.k.a. the Pod Seltzer. It is back on tap. And I've, I was just on vacation, and I've been eating like shit, drinking like shit. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going to cut out some carbs this next couple weeks. So we're going seltzer route. It's a little bit lower carb. Yes, this brewery has seltzers. 
It is. Mm-hmm. They are very good. Award so, winning. Award winning yeah. seltzers. Award winning yeah. beer. So make yeah. sure you try that. KB, what you got? Well, I've got the uh, the Hefeweizen as well, mm, yeah, uh, but yes. I've got it in a fancy glass because uh, the girl behind the bar realizes who's in charge around here. Oh, so, yeah. Apparently yes. so. Everyone else so, drinking uh, plastic. But no, <laughs> I, will, I will say to, uh, to the carb you know, deficit period that you're in right now, Mike, uh, I did watch you from, uh, uh, from a distance. <laughs> Wait, when you say from a distance, do you mean through social media or did no, you follow no, him to Florida? No, like two feet away. Right over here. Uh, <laughs> just eat the cheese and toppings off the pizza we got from Hale Varsity Is that Club. what that, that yeah. was you? It was a taco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a, che- like a cheese and meat taco. I seriously looked I'm in trying. the box. I looked in the box. I'm like, who does that? Is there right? like a rat in here? Like a <laughs> Hey guys, I'm just saying when you're when you got to do it, you got to do it. I'm just I'm trying to just cut it down a little bit. Nice. It was it was a rough week. Hey, we have a special guest with us. Yeah. Yes, we, we do. Do you want to get to introducing <laughs> well, him? Sure. Uh we have with us JP Kine without the D. Without kind. The D. He is kind without the D. Uh he is the PA announcer for Husker basketball and Husker soccer. Yep. You can also listen to him every weekday from 5.30 in the morning until 10. Yeah. On 96 Kicks. Yes, but yes, that's kind that's, of a big great. deal. Kind of ah, a big it's, deal. It's fun. It's a nice little show, J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. So yeah, Husker yeah. Nick. What, so how do we get J.P. and not Husker Nick? So Husker Nick must be a big deal, <laughs> yeah. right? It must be. You always forget about he's, me, right? Yeah, he's way more important than I am, even though my name's first. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> hey, the you, billing is what matters. Yeah. What are you, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I think I have the Blackberry Cider or Seltzer. Blackberry yeah. Seltzer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Two-time U.S. Open gold medal winner. Who's counting? I was going to say, what a... What a Metal, would you give that? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I we barely have been in here, and it's almost gone. So yeah, yes. that's a good it's sign. It's well. good thing that we take a break and we top off our drinks. Yeah. So yeah, we're in good shape because yeah, I'm about the same summer. as you, right? Well, and I, I I recognize your diet of eating just the toppings. I actually had a friend in college that would eat food and then uh, like spit it out of his mouth. He'd he'd chew it just enough to get the flavor, and he and he spit it out of his mouth because he had to make weight. It sounds well, like, it sounds like White Goodman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like kind of like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm going to just in eat, his pants. just going to enjoy a little bit of it on my body and then I'm going to throw it up <laughs> yeah. and get it out. And well, that's how he managed to keep himself going, I guess. Was he a wrestler? Yeah. That checks out. Uh, I wrestled in high school and my lunches <laughs> every day were like a tortilla and a little bit of peanut butter. That's it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been there. That struggle sucks. <laughs> Wait, I don't You would never it. had to cut weight, right? I, my senior year, I cut 19 pounds. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 19 pounds yeah. off that frame? Yeah. Wow. I, this, is, this is actually what I weighed my senior year of high school. I can't exceed it anymore. <laughs> it's great because I That's can eat whatever I want. Good for or you. Or drink pills every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Uh, I thought I was... Yeah, I was told if I cut that weight, I could make state. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. What did you jerk do coach to make you do that? Oh, no. He was just like, you can wrestle at your weight, but you got a better chance down here. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to okay. do that. In the yeah. women's bracket. Way down here. Way Dude, down here. So it's funny. I, I did wrestle a girl once. Um, and I didn't want to, but I like had to because we were going into districts. And I felt really bad because I beat the shit out of her. Well, did she feel anything? <laughs> no. 
No. Um, but yeah, I, I toyed with that one. We didn't go for a pin. I just teched her and was like, all right, let's get this over with. There was yeah. a girl a couple of years behind me at Crete that she, Bethany Fromm, and she beat the shit out of guys. Like, yeah. She was oh, very good at hell wrestling. Hell yeah. I've seen a lot of really good girl wrestlers. Oh, yeah. That's wrestling. growing. Recently, that has become growing. Especially yeah. in the yeah. state of Nebraska, it is it is a very, uh, very popular thing right now. Omaha Westside yes. just kicks the shit out of people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, they have yeah, like they a do. pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they like, they like recruit. Yeah, they recruit yeah. girls and hey, they do. You got to do what you got to do. Hey, they're all the team. In. Got to. No, I mean, Miller South recruited too for wrestling. No, no, no shock there. But yeah. And they're, they just broke every wrestling record known to man this year. So, right. mm-hmm. yes. Very good. So Anyways, this are, is not a are, wrestling well, pod. We are very much <laughs> no. not in my wheelhouse. Yes. I'm not yeah. saying much. <laughs> yeah. um, so, fall camp officially started yesterday on Monday. Uh, we did have Coach Rule go to the podium. Which prompted uh, good old Connor over here. Oh, we yeah. got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to yeah. talk about. I don't yeah. like, Mike oh, said it too. We? <laughs> we do. I only heard yeah. you. Um, so I think the most notable thing is there's no Miles Farmer on yeah. this squad right now. Um, the reason given, it was pretty vague from Rule, just saying, hey, you, it's difficult with the new coach. There's different expectations. Uh, the ball is in his court. We will see what happens, uh-huh. but JP, you hear this, a guy who started 11 games last year. Second in tackles too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, impact. I guess you could call him an impact player Oh yeah. for, oh, yeah. for a, for a under 500 team that is. Um, but yeah, just what's your general first impression of hearing this? You know, and it was, it was very kind of mild, uh, the way that rule kind of slid it out there and, and conversation about it. there's different coaching styles and whatnot. I think. I yeah, I really hope that Miles gets to come back. I think Rule every every opportunity I've had a chance to talk to to Matt, he is a very smart guy who knows football, who knows people. I could he could get up there and preach a sermon too on a Sunday just because he has that natural ability to like his dad yeah to speak. And if a player isn't listening to what he has to say, I mean I'm I'm sorry he's the head coach. If you're not going to do what needs to be done, like that wide receiver, the senior that they sent home because he was overweight and out of shape. That's incredible. Josh, Joshua and, Fleeks. And that was a guy that was at Baylor that yeah. he had a previous relationship yeah. with, got right. him to come here. And he's like, yeah, no, you're you're too big. Yeah. Go you showed up. Figure it out. Well, and you know that that Matt and the and the squad put into play between the spring game and now. Oh, yeah. These are These are your expectations. This is what you need to get done. And stay healthy, stay in shape, stay ready to go. Because as soon as we hit day one, you have got to be able to go. And looking at Coach Knighton today when he got up to the, the presser today, <laughs> yeah. he was soaking in sweat because, again, he's the kind of guy who's going to be in the trenches with his players and teach Love them how that. to do things. So he is just as much trying to keep in shape with them as anybody else. And so to have uh, that guy just not to show up and just the disrespect there, it's like, I'm sorry, go home. Yeah, it's one of the big things that this last administration we didn't see a lot of is accountability. Yeah. And Matt Rule yeah. is not going to let that, <clears throat> that kind no. of stuff slide. Well, especially like Tanner Farmer. I'm I mean, Tanner Farmer. Miles yeah, the, Farmer. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked about Tanner a little yeah. bit ago. Tanner, leave, uh, leave Tanner alone. Yeah, I like Tanner. Shout out Tanner Farmer. Uh, no, Miles Farmer, the guy that started 11 games for you last year, was kind of like your ball hawking guy, too. He's had lots yeah. of interceptions. And a guy that you really, like, if you think about it from an outsider like ourselves, a guy that would be a really good transition guy to this class to really help people buy in, and he's not there. So to me, it's like, man, 
that means that Matt Rule in this culture is not bullshit. Like he is, yeah, he is Dead real. Serious. He's he's not lying. He's not selling you anything. He's saying, you know, like this is what we expect, and if you're not living up to that, you're not going to be here. Well, and I mean, you, it's like the perfect uh, preaching moment, right? Like, look, these guys showed up not ready to go, or these guys showed up not ready to buy in. And Bob Wager, he just got a DUI. Well, uh-huh. guess what? He's got to go. Yeah. It's it's like you said, Connor, it's all about account- accountability. When you've got guys showing up that aren't doing the things that you're telling them that they need to do, and you've got guys that are on your staff that aren't doing the right thing to show the guys how, like the players, how to be, you got to go. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not like, oh, you know what? This is just like a one mistake kind of thing. Like, no, you, you screwed up. Like, this is on you. This is, this is not up to our standard. So you got to go. And with everything that's come down with like, Fitzgerald and some of the other coaches and their lackluster ability to be able to keep their squad in play. You, you have to make this as much of a business as possible. And so you got Matt as a head coach. You got SJ that's running things. Susan's over here taking care of player personnel. Then you got all your coaches that are coaching individually. And then he is overseeing all of that. And he has so much knowledge of every single position out there that you have better be on your A game in every practice to have a chance to play because it's going to get to the point where we're like uh, kids are coming, uh, leaving Nebraska to go to Georgia to get playing time. Instead of being a special teams kid, they're going to be like praying to God that they can get on the field because there's going to be so many players that are uh, up to 110% of their potential on the field that there's not going to be room for anybody else. So Mm -hmm. why not? Start that now. And I think you you make a statement early on with, you know, sending kids home, obviously getting rid of Wager. Wager technically resigned, but I think he saw the writing on the wall. We know what happened. Yeah, Yeah, but you make a statement and it puts everybody on notice. Mm -hmm. Like, look, you saw what I did over here. It can happen to you. Dude, I can't tell you how many times, and this is just with my experience working in a classroom. If if you give an inch, they will Uh, take them out every uh. time. And that's not to say like the kids that I teach are bad people or that Bob Weir's a bad person or that Joshua Fleeks or Miles Farmer. These are bad people. Not saying that, but it's just that one little thing that you let go. It just makes everybody a little more, uh, what's the word? They're, they're more willing to maybe like walk on you. I mean, yeah, Yeah. well they'll walk all over you and just do kind of, what their instincts tell them. And these are college kids. You got to nip that in the bud right away. So there is a phrase written on the whiteboard above my desk that I was told years ago. um, And it's been on that board for years. And it's by failing to enforce current standards, we are actually enforcing a newer, lower standard. Mm. And that's exactly what rule is doing. He's saying, this is the standard. What's the, the standard is the standard. Is that Tomlin? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, this is, you know, we set these forth. You knew what they were. You didn't meet them. So, and the thing with fleeks too, like when we learned that rule brought him on board, six year senior didn't really think that he would play, but he was supposed to be the consummate, like the culture guy. guy knows right. who rule is. He know he knows how rule operates. Yep. He's going to come in in the program and set the example. No, <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> what the hell? So there's like a part of me that's just like maybe Fleeks is just <laughs> he, this is a sixth year. You know, maybe he's just burnt out. I don't know. But I don't know. It's just. Yeah, there's a lot that could be going on. What's going on there? Yeah, Yeah, you don't know what's going on in a guy's life, you know, with Miles Farmer. And you hear about, of course, with Bob Wager, it's just he's going to be in charge of 18 to 21-year-old guys. Right. Mm -hmm. And these guys aren't angels. They're going to be out 
probably drinking too. And it's college. Hey, my coach yeah. drew whatever. <laughs> he got away with it. He still has his job. It's mm-hmm. fine, no, dude. <laughs> you gotta squash that. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and Matt Rule, he even said after you know he had to, he had to address that in a in a you know professional way, and he's he's like, yeah, and this is why I've already set up. The, the people behind him, the, the analysts that I brought in, I, I set that up mm-hmm. so that if people have other opportunities, we can just plug and play. Uh-huh. And I love that. He was able to do that before we play a game under the rural area. Right. That's incredible yeah. that he was able to have an analyst on deck that has already coached tight ends. Who's qualified. Who's, yeah. yes, yeah. who is very qualified to coach the tight ends. And it was just plug and play. I mean, to honestly, if you really think about it, like this guy that is taking over for Wager is probably more qualified than Wager was, but he yeah. gave Wager a chance as a, right. yeah. you know, that Texas high school football coach, great, great coaches come out of Texas, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. He gave him an opportunity and obviously didn't work out, you know, and wish him the best. And, no. and he probably will land on his feet somewhere else, which, oh, is, absolutely. which is a very important thing yes. that he, he's hopefully will get the help he needs to not do what he did. Yes. Uh, and, and get a gig somewhere else. And I think it also doesn't hurt coach rule in keeping the connection with the Texas people because yeah, he gave him a chance. He was coaching the team and then he did this. This is on him. Yes. I did, it, this not is not on, on rule. Yes. Yeah, no, no. He, I, he rule is a businessman and he knows exactly like you said, he's got somebody in the wings mm-hmm. ready to go to step in and do that. And he'll do that with players too. Like he's recruited so well and got so many uh, players back on, on team Nebraska and wanted to play there that if, Somebody doesn't perform at the first spot. Somebody else is ready to step right in and do it, which is something we've been missing right. for a while. Well, he talked about like the freshman getting 40 snaps on yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. Like that's important yeah. because like he said, Tom Osborne told me like, dude, you got to have those guys ready to go. It doesn't matter if they're freshmen, sophomore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're on the scout team, whatever. Get them the reps that they need because at some point, and we know this, someone's going to get injured and a freshman's going to have to step up. We know yeah. that. Well, and I think, again, we talk about this all the time. Like, in the NIL era, recruiting new players isn't enough. You have to recruit your guys every single day. And if you've got those freshmen just sitting on the sidelines every day, well, they're not going to really love this program all that much. Right. So getting them those reps, showing them that they are a part of this program, we do value you, I think that's incredibly important to retaining some of those new guys. And you can't develop them with them just sitting on the sidelines. Exactly. And he brought up the word special teams. And he's like, it's going to be a, it's going to be a brawl to get on the field on special teams. We have got a lot of guys that want to get on the field. A lot of speed. A lot of speed, which I like. Husker speed. Husker speed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a competition and that's, that's what it should be. Well, and he was really smart about, the product placement, if you will, of putting Tristan out there to kick a 50-yard field goal at the first day of practice. <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's going to be the kicker. He's, he's putting him out there so that everybody in the press season gets film of it. And it's like, oh, crap, I could be the next kicker in Nebraska. Yes. And it gives that great I love that. propaganda, if you will. Well, see, and uh, here's what you don't know. That was actually take four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was <laughs> not. I know. I know. I, right. No, it, it was not. not. That is no, not yeah. true. It was, it was take four, but he hit the first three. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the the fourth one was just a better angle. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing that I found notable about the rule presser was him, him talking about the older guys. And how they are just sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> yeah. That was a good quote. And I think <laughs> like he's kind of speaking for the fans too. We're sick and tired too. It's, you know, and I kind of, I don't know if I feel bad for rule because this is what we're paying him for, but we are sick and tired of a program that can't even make a bowl game. Right. And 
I feel like if they do not make a bowl game, we're going to take it out on him. We're going to be angry at Rule, even though this is, this is only year one. And but but he he said that these senior guys, they just let's just get this done. Yeah, you know, let's well, get it done. Well, I mean, think about all the work they've put in as seniors, all the years that they've been buying into. Oh, we're going to be great. Oh, the Big Ten needs to change for us. Best oh, practice, this, that, best practice, best, best practice. practice. Yeah, and just and then, a big old shit sandwich. And they've been there for four years, and they've been losing. Like some I mean, five and six. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, you know, it like rule says that. And I can guarantee they're in the locker room going, coach, whatever you need us to do, let's just do it. Yeah. We're, we're in. Yeah. How could you not be right? Yeah. After well, what you just experienced and what you've been experiencing for years, how are they not burned out? Yeah. You got to think some of them are, but they're battling through it and they believe just like we're believing right now. Hey, we believe in the staff. We believe what they're telling us. There's a track record there. Yeah. So, I'm in. But they're leading by example. Yeah. That, like, that's my favorite part. The dorm thing, right? Yeah. The coaches are staying in the dorms. <laughs> well, no, you, dorms. you have a guy, I still, but you have a guy <laughs> that's making millions and millions of dollars <laughs> that is sleeping on a twin size bed in the dorms, just like all the other players. Yeah. yeah. They're holding people accountable and they're leading by example. They're, they're not telling you to do anything that they're not going to do themselves. Right. And I just, I love that. And yeah. I hope it works. And it so, also helps you get ready for the NFL because that's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, Potros is laid on a, a cot it, it waiting to play in his his uh, fall camp for whatever pro team he was at. It's the same thing. It's, it's again, pr- progressing these young adults into men so that they can possibly have a chance to be one of the 10% that gets to play in the next level. Yeah. yeah. It's so, just further, further evidence that modeling behavior is so uh-huh. important. Yeah. Jared, you made a point about, you know, if we don't make a bowl game this year, people might have some resentment towards rule. You know, we're supposed to be there. I think a lot of people are expecting a six and six season. I will say that those people are cowards. It's our rule that you don't get to pick a six and six season. Take a goddamn side. You gotta pick a side. Sorry. Um, However, if you look at rules time at Temple and Baylor, his first year is not that transformative year. You see that you see some really good progress in year two and you see the big jump in year three historically. So sitting here is saying, you know, if we don't make a bowl game, people are going to be angry. You're right. They will. They're just going to be wrong. Because, I mean, I I make this analogy all the time that building this program, building any program, is like building a house. And if you rush building the foundation, the house is going to crumble. It takes time to rebuild. And I think everybody here knows that the foundation needs to be rebuilt. Uh Yeah. So give them a year. What's what's really, if you want to get angry, at least wait till year two. Um, then get pissed. Yeah, no. <laughs> then light it all on fire. Burn shit. <laughs> I mean, Loot. We saw kill. <laughs> no murder. We saw uh, former head coach Scott <laughs> actively chipping away at a foundation, and we gave that guy five years. Granted, you know, going into year four and five, but there were a lot, a lot of unhappy fans. But like he got those three years, and people were still saying, you know, I think he can still do it. I think he can. I think he can. He's like the little. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is a little train. I think I can. I think he can. Yeah. We used we used up all that that patience meter was well, used up. Yeah, but I'm saying this was frost. It, this was, it was all used. Now this is rule. My point so is, like, ah! you saw five years of shit. Keep that same energy. This is the real deal. These guys care. 
keep that same energy. Yeah, I agree. Well, then you got like outsiders like Greg McElroy or whatever. Is that Greg McElroy? Yeah. He was like former Alabama. Yeah. He's like, Oh, ne- Nebraska fans. They fired a nine one coach and Bo Pelini and blah, blah, blah. Living in the past. Get back to the nineties. It's like, I think the people, the only people bring up the nineties are people that are not actually living in Nebraska who are actually Nebraska fans. I think we're beyond that. We just want to make a freaking bowl game. Yeah. That's it. It's all national people that are not entrenched in Nebraska football. They're entrenched with Alabama because they're good. Or Georgia because they're good. Yeah. I mean, they don't know what we want, which, of course, like, 90s would be fucking spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. that be great? But that is not... That's not the expectation. not no. even... What are we talking about here, Greg I mean, McElroy? You talk about it more than us. Do you see people walking around wearing shirts about, like, back-to-back national championships anymore? <laughs> it's me. I do that. That's, hey, you know what? But we again, only wear not, those shirts because Charlie Hustle gave them to us for free. Yeah, that's right. true. So just why because, not? Just because you live in the past, yeah. because the past is but glorious, doesn't mean you the, expect the past. It's right. not the expectation. No. The expectation for this season, give me marginal improvement. Give me a couple more wins this season. Get me to six and six. I'd be happy. I'm not asking for too much. Give me to the Charmin Ultra Soft Bowl or the Pop Tarts Bowl. That's a, that's yeah. a new one. Scooters oh, that's Frisco a, Bowl. T- sure. Yes. Scooters has got Pour the Frisco hot bowl. coffee all like, over me. I don't care. I'll go to a bowl game on <laughs> December 19th in Frisco, Texas. Yeah. Just yeah. to get to a bowl game. I Shoot. want everybody makes a bowl game. <laughs> Everybody makes yeah, a bowl it, game except, except Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. <Damn it. laughs> Growing up, my dream was always to go see Nebraska play in a Rose Bowl. Now I'll take any bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, there was one thing that Rule said that did make me cringe a little, and it's the part you know he's talking about the guys living in the dorms, how they're not they need specific uh, approval to leave campus. I like, and that. he said he said. You don't don't tell me you got your dog to walk. And I'm like, oh shit, I would be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, dude I mean, has a weird be, relationship with his dog. I would be dog. Joshua Fleeks. <laughs> I'd be Miles Farmer. I'd be like, I, my dog. It's needs a therapy it. dog. Just bring it with yeah. you to camp. Right. Yeah. Come on, coach. It's not gonna do anything. Just put a vest on it. It can stand over by the the end zone. It'd be fine. Yeah. It's just when when I heard that, I'm like, that he's talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Listen, hey, the first targeting call of the year is on Jared. <laughs> I watched a whole movie about this golden retriever that played football. There was an Air Bud football sequel. It was a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. I, I don't really have a specific agenda, but I think a huge talking point with 30 days to go is going to be Jeff Sims. It's going to be the quarterback room in general. And, uh, you know, you have the backups. You got Chubba who might be third team now. You got Heinrich, who might be second team. I don't believe but that. But we know who QB1 is. It's yeah. Jeff Sims with, without any doubt. Um, what would your, J, JP, what would your expectations for Jeff Sims be if we want this team to be not 6-6, six and six, but 7-5, and five, right? Because we're not doing 6-6, six and six, damn it. What, what do you expect, like, numbers-wise, just, I guess that's going to be an important thing, right? Because turnovers and... That's been a bugaboo for a long time. Right. Like, is there like a specific kind of statistical benchmark you want him to pass? For him, I think, um, and he's already kind of setting himself up as the way he spoke at the the Big Ten uh, presser, the media day, was him going and, and learning everybody's names and trying to make sure that he was the leader, the captain. That's something we haven't had at, at quarterback in a, in a while. Uh, and I think he 
may have not had that great of an experience in his past. And so he's trying to do like Matt rule says, just this come in here and work your butt off and, and make friends with everybody. And it's, it's any quarterback's job to make friends with the offensive line. You see that in the NFL every year, when somebody wins a super bowl, the entire offensive lines gets Mercedes or whatever. And so it's, it's on Jeff to make sure his offensive line does what they need to do to help him. He is, from what I've seen in not only the spring game scrimmage, but I was able to go to another scrimmage before that is watching him. He is so quick to go first, second, third, go. He knows exactly when to go. He doesn't look scattered. He doesn't look like he's threatened by anybody coming around the corner to take him out. He, he knows what the play is. He knows his progressions. And then if it's not there, he is gone and he is fast. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's kind of like Cam Newton back in the day. It's it's the same ability that all of a sudden he could just take off on you for 30 yards or he could stand back there and then just wing it for 40. And so I think he will do – I think Matt's going to make it a point to – as a very good balance between the, the run game and the pass game. But Sims is – he is already mentally ahead of a lot of quarterbacks we've had in, in the last couple of years. What would you compare his speed to? Is it like a tailor? Is is, is it a different it's like style? A cheetah. He just takes off. Okay, it's a, it's like a different he, style of runner. Yeah, it's not an Adrian. He like he's a big dude. Yeah, he looks like a, like a tight end or something, and just standing back there. And then all of a sudden, he blew through. And the, the scrimmage I saw, he, he just was getting a little bit of extra pressure on the right side from MJ Sherman, and he just boom gone. By the time MJ got here, he was past the offensive line. It was just so quick that how he got out of there and just made something happen. Yeah. And like, I love your point too, is like, you know, you say he's huge. He really is. And like, that's why he's not afraid just to stand yeah, back there. He can take it. He can take yeah. it. Like he's bigger he's than not Casey most. Thompson. I'm just saying Casey, little guy, but Casey yeah. worked his, no, he, and he, he and worked he his just, ass off. He, and he wasn't got hit. tall enough. He wasn't big enough to be able to take as many hits as he needed to take yes. because our offensive line was, was piecemealed together by like baling wire and sheet metal and some duct tape. And it was, it was a mess and scotch tape. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But Casey did the best he could. But I and I think if Casey would have would have stayed around, there's a chance he could have kept it competitive, kind of Brick Berenger, Tommy Frazier type of thing. But I think Sims is the guy. And Casey, I'm sure Casey and Matt had a conversation about that. And it's like, hey, bud, you've got a chance to go somewhere else and be a starter. I do not fault you for that. Businessman. I loved yeah. I loved the comment somebody had asked him about somebody had asked Rule about the like QB run game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, he's like, we're not going to run Sims just to get three yards. Right. Like that's done. That's how dudes get hurt. Is yeah. you're just mm-hmm. sitting there just trying to run them up the middle, run them up the middle, just trying to get a couple yards here and there. No, like if you need like an explosive play and you need to get 10, 15 yards, Sure, like run a read option, do something just to get him out there and right. show his ability. But we don't need to be just ramming him up the middle just because we need a few yards. That's what mm-hmm. your running backs are supposed that's to what be Grant's for. Supposed to be doing exactly. That's what yeah. Gabe's supposed to be doing exactly. Yeah, that's that whole Adrian Martinez thing where he's carrying the ball more than our ball carriers. Right. And it's like you can't be, you can't do this for long periods of time. No, because something is going to happen. Defenses will adjust. Yes, and you're gonna. Like something will happen. You're going to get hurt. You're going that to too. break your jaw. Yeah. You're, something's going to yeah. happen. Your body can only take so yes. much. Right. Like, it would seriously be like Adrian Martinez, 20 carries, 
Wandale up the middle for three carries. He got his head bashed in every single time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and didn't Incredible. Adrian play through a lot of injuries? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't so have many. Another. I mean, and that's that's kind of the oh, he's, the thing with Adrian is that's why he's got such a mixed kind of legacy here. Is like he's his teams didn't win a lot, but. A broken jaw, for Did God's sake. That they covered up. Ass the team covered uh-huh. up his broken jaw. The dude's a warrior. We do not tolerate Adrian Martinez slander. No, <laughs> absolutely not. To an not. extent. To an extent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> criticism is fair, but slander. Like, yeah, that's, slander. That's another line. Yeah. I think we're at a good point. Let's uh, let's take a break, top off our beers, and we'll be back. Cool. Garage MS. Don't stress. Get a hold of Rob at Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions is a locally owned and operated company that focuses on affordable garage storage solutions. The owner, Rob, will personally work with every customer from bid until job completion. They specialize in, but not limited to, overhead metal storage, custom wood shelving, pre-finished slat wall systems, and cabinets and entertainment areas. Are you looking to be the envy of all your neighbors? Get a hold of Nebraska Garage Solutions today. Follow on all social media platforms and check out over 50 five-star reviews. You can email Rob at NebraskaSolutions.com or you can call 402-987-8180. To check out their work, go check out www.NebraskaGarageSolutions.com. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Uh, we have a saying, no blog, no rock. Thanks, Troy, again. Um, so we left... The previous segment talking about Jeff Sims and kind of what we're expecting from him this year. If, if Nebraska should make the toilet bowl, if they should make the Charmin Ultra Soft Bowl. But the thing that we haven't really talked about too much is <laughs> woo, big excuse, Bad excuse, for that joke. Bless you. Is hey, bi- get someone get him some Charmin Ultra. <laughs> someone get him some beer. Uh, big Ten Media Days and just some of the things that were said um, by Matt Rule. Um, I think a a noteworthy thing that happened is this lady, right? We all, we all, we've all heard about the lady, right? Wisconsin oh, lady. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing, because oh, I yeah. think everybody's heard about this. She Everybody died for no reason. So. Um, a thing that gets lost in that is like she was being complimentary to Nebraska. Yeah, like she wasn't just kind of oh, Nebraska. They suck, and what are you gonna do? Like she was like, no, Nebraska like prayed with players, and like you, we like it. Or what did she say? Um, everything's better when you're near a corn husker, or something about cuddling up to a corn husker, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I think that's just you. It was <laughs> no, rough. No, she said something <laughs> weird. But what's lost is like she's the Big Ten likes Nebraska because your culture is great, and what are you going to do to uphold the the cultural standards? And I just his answer, and you could tell like he's looking at the lady like. What did you Whoa. just ask me? <laughs> like, you can kind of see his eyes kind of get big and like, okay, I'm going to have to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> and he knocked it out the GD park. Yep. Who would, who would answer a question like that the way he did? And there's just like so much minutia in what he said. It's like, I don't even know. <laughs> like our How coach did you is, do that? Our coach is way smart. I mean, he is wicked smart to be able to take that question I'm surprised he didn't look over at Michigan and say hey would you like to talk about Flint Michigan and the water oh. issue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> real quick I mean we're, we're, we're on the subjects here it's just yeah. incredible you <laughs> could throw him a curveball does not matter nope does not matter of the guy is ready is perfect of all people of all people and of all teams to receive such a 
I don't want to say weird question. You can say weird question. It, I mean, look, it oh. was a weird. It was a weird heartfelt question. question. My, My wife was like, why right. are you asking that right now? Yeah. My, she, it was so random out of the blue. She can't. Yeah. She came from a, a good place. I think it yeah. was heartfelt. Like you said, like she was like kind of emotional. It was a weird statement though, because she made the statement about how, how <laughs> the Husker players and, and coaches prayed with the team. But that was like, the day before the actual event actually happened. And it's like, wait, what yeah. are you trying, what are you trying to ask for? And rule yeah. isn't even there yet. No, Which, you know, I, mean, I don't think she knew. You send some people to media days that aren't football. Right. You just have people there that I don't are there for the knew. culture. Yeah. Culture was from Wisconsin. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. First time in the big lot. city. We've been there and yeah. you know, they're, they're too busy jumping. They don't know what's going on. It's just like, <laughs> I, I, cause she, she brought up Waukesha and the shooting. And I'm just like, of all people to receive this question is a program that since joining the Big Ten, the worst thing that Nebraska's done is wanting to play football during a pandemic where everybody else was playing football. That was the worst thing Nebraska did. And it's us, I say us, we are a part of the team. Yeah. It's us that receives such a weird question like that. Why don't you ask that to... Dude, Harbaugh. Dude, anyone else? Dude, Harbaugh. Harbaugh would he would yeah. have butchered anyone. that so oh, bad. Yeah. It Give would me. have been a fantastic train wreck. God. Ask yeah. James Franklin at Penn State that. Why yeah. not? Why not? Penn State, they've had literally the worst tragedy uh-huh. of all time. People forget this, I think. Like people were like, uh, we should get rid of their football program because what they did was horrific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would also I would argue that Michigan State is uh, yes. on a level fairly close. You know, yeah. we're here to rank tragedies. We don't need yeah. to rank yeah. tragedies. No, you know, yeah. they're all bad. It's just of all the why rule these. This did is she your ask one those for other coaches though. Did, we didn't. I don't. Well, that's th- a good question. No, we did, don't know. Yeah, she yeah, asked the Did she ask the same question to other Big Ten coaches? I watched a good portion and I don't recall anything. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't yeah, give her I, a microphone after that. Yeah, they were like, no. She's a very memorable lady. I heard her voice once. Yeah. Yeah. If I would have heard it again, I would have known. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. Here comes that question again. She's still there? <laughs> One time. <laughs> Nobody escorted her. She had her a shooter shot. Oh. No. And she made this podcast with a free plug. So. Yeah. Her. Good but, I mean, job. Jared, to your point, though, it was a heartfelt question. She got a lot of slack. She's getting a lot of slack yeah. now. I like. I understand like her leading up to that question. Right. It was like a good thing. She butchered it though. It, it was she just was very, nervous. It was just very. I mean, you've got yeah. everybody. I you, bet you've got everybody asking like, "Oh yeah, like you know, how's Jeff Sims doing this year? And are you guys expecting this and that?" And then she comes out and she's like, "You know, the shooting and you guys prayed." And it's like, "Whoa, <laughs> oh, <laughs> can you shit. see her though? She's got it saved on her notes on her phone. It's uh, like, oh crap, somebody asked notes. about Jeff Sims. Oh. Oh, they asked about the defense." <laughs> Uh, uh, no. Let me ask about praying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's what she went with. Yeah, I'm let like, me ask about. God bless her. Hey, uh, Second Amendment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you feel? <laughs> Holy shnikes! <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. <laughs> so, for Big Ten Media Days, do we think it was intentional that the day that Harbaugh spoke, the lunch was cheeseburgers? Do you think that was done intentionally? Because yeah. I saw that, and I was like, dude, that feels like it has to be a shot. But I also want to believe that it was Whatever. I, the, the, sticking to Michigan, though, the whole, like, recruit lunch thing. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah. Like, with the, I'm like, dude, KB would love this lunch. Oh, it's, all, <laughs> they're, it's they're right giving up my you, alley. They're giving you the glizzy, the, the mac and cheese. Oh, well, she doesn't like cheese, but the glizzy, the mac and cheese, and the chicken tenders. And people are Don't like, forget the outraged. 
Don't forget the little chocolate chip cookie. Oh, and the chocolate chip cookie? Yeah. That look, didn't even look like a chip ahoy. It looked worse than that. <laughs> Me, I'm like, but why is everybody yelling about this? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> on, on the topic of food, I want to bring up uh, what Matt Rule did with the volleyball team recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, obviously, you guys saw the, uh, the tweets from Lauren Stiverns. Uh, talking about how the volleyball team isn't allowed to eat, only the football team's allowed Title to eat. Title nine. Yeah. Whoa. And then we find out that, yeah, um, the training table's normally closed at this time, and the football yes. program paid to have. There was yes. a memo that went out yeah. to all of the teams yes. that said, this week the training table will be closed because of renovations getting ready for the season. You have your own allotment. Please do what you can with yes. your players. Yeah. So from, like, football to rifle, I mean, they yeah. all got the memo <laughs> and knew this was going on, and Lauren took it upon herself to take a, a, a snap probably from a teammate yeah. who sent it to her and said, oh, bang. And I think she was on. in town training, actually. Was so, she in town? Yeah, so they, like, they, had, they had a couple girls back. I think, um, what's her bucket was there, too? Uh, setter. What's her name? Uh, Lexi Rodriguez? Son? No. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a setter. Arantis or whatever. No. We're blowing it. Yeah, yeah anyway. whatever. Well, but she it. was in town as well, and yes, or, they... Uh, like. How would you say your mental focus is? Himes, by the way. Nicklin was in town as well. Thank you. Nicklin Hames. Yes, Nicklin Hames was there as well. So I know that she was in town for it. Got it. Uh, But, yes, Sam Hahn texted me after that. Former offensive lineman Sam Hahn, our our good friend of the program. Shout out. He was like, I am so pissed off about this. (laughs) I was like, why? I'm thinking, like, I had no idea about, like, the separate budgets and all all that Mm. stuff. And I'm like, why? Like, he's like... He's like, because she's speaking out of place. I was like, we never feed other teams. Like, the football team feeds the football team. The volleyball yeah. team feeds the volleyball team, et cetera. He's yeah. like, and nobody so, gets anything. It used to be probably back in the 90s, there was a little bit of extra favoritism to the football team. Right. No, there's nothing else. extra. Right. He's like, hashtag losing record. He's, he's like, they <laughs> literally is, are yo, not, they're like, not allowed woman. to share the food. Like, it, it's like an NCAA rule. Like, right. Yeah. You cannot share the food with another program. I don't know why. But he's like, and most of that food will go in the trash. Well, because if like, like something is in one of the pieces of food for the football players, for the football players, yes. and then somebody has allergic reaction to it, so they have a, a waiver of some sort that they have to yeah. fill. Yeah, out dietary restrictions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that happens. So, oh, yeah. so I, I think the most egregious part of this whole incident is the hashtag losing season. Yeah, that is a losing record. Well, that and also the fact that a losing she, record. She threw out Title Nine without n- really doing any research. Dude, yeah. Okay. If we boil this down to just the simple, the simple mathematics to this thing. <laughs> Basically, what happened is Lauren Stiverens called Trev Alberts and Matt Rule sexist because mm-hmm. they planned ahead. Yeah. 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 That's 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 if we just boil it down to the most simplistic thing. I got into a big argument about this. Like obviously the volleyball players go there, uh, try to get food, and they're turned away. We've talked about there are rules against them being fed that food. Um why are you mad at Matt Rule and not John Cook? I understand John Cook is a Nebraska legend, but you're, if well, he didn't there, communicate to his players, that's well, not a Matt Rule well, problem. I don't think they addressed Matt. I guess if they would have talked to John, John would have been like, oh, yeah, uh, my bad. I dropped the ball on that. I yeah. think she just went out of her way because she's not with the program anymore and was like, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. yeah, and then Matt Rule goes out of his way and feeds volleyball players. Yeah. Like the next yeah. day or That's two days fantastic. later. Mike, yeah. Mike what, you just said, what you just said is like, you just said that Lauren said, God damn it. A lot of seds there. Yeah. <laughs> that this is bullshit. No, what she said was so much worse than this is bullshit. Like she insinuated like a 
a rot within a the culture athletic issue yeah. department. Yeah. yeah. So I just that's so much worse than saying this is bullshit. Well, no, and, like what the hell are you really trying to say here, Lauren? And what Whoa. I Stir what it. I found terrible Stir as well it. was that when Matt Rule posted that picture with the volleyball players getting them food. She just tweeted back and was like, Matt Rule already winning. She never said, she never apologized. No, she never apologized. She deleted the tweet. Which yeah. You can never do that because it's always there. The internet yeah. is forever. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just come out and say my bad. Yeah. It's, it's that easy. It's Whoops. not, you don't have to, you don't have to <laughs> like, like fall on the sword too hard. Just say, you know, I spoke out of turn. I'm sorry. I was and emotional. We're exactly. all human. We all make mistakes. Right. Title it's nine. It's okay to say you hashtag made a mistake. My bad. Title nine. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag winning record. Hashtag maybe bowl game. Hashtag <laughs> what? God, <laughs> so stupid. I just yeah. That's I still whole, love but, Lauren but dude, as a player. But, oh. oh yeah. As a player, she's well, great. Of course. Again, yeah. I just, I mean, like this one incident was just wild. There's oh. unfortunately the, like again you talked about like you give them an, an inch and then they're just it, it's going to change the culture of things. It's if that would have happened in say the 80s or the 70s that would have been the the biggest faux pas known to man and you don't you don't step out of line when your coach is the coach, he's in charge, he or she is in charge and you step in line with that. But she because there's so many kids nowadays, they have such freedom on social media Dumb. that they will say whatever what comes out of their mouth or whatever pops <laughs> in their head without doing just even the minute amount of research to check it. Yeah, Bo Pelini's probably fuming right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but but here's the thing: you brought this up, a uh, calf. Yes. You know we were talking about Lauren what she said, but we have not even talked about how he, he Matt Rule. Responded he to dropped this. Yep. the hammer. Right. He, it's you want to talk about a go lightest, moment? The lightest hammer. The lightest hammer. All he did <laughs> so was light. just go. Oh, oh, yeah. think, okay, wow. so, what happened here? So I don't even think I don't think he provided them food. I think he walked in while they were eating and was like, "What the hell are you <laughs> doing?" Bro, bro, I don't get any of this. I bet he. I bet he made sure. I bet he, I yeah, I bet bet he made sure millions of dollars. <laughs> he he probably saw that and and knew that. I bet Trev was like, "Hey, it's going to be bad form for me to say something. It's going to be bad form for John to say something. Can you? Can we just do something?" And Trev's like, "Here, here's a couple hundo. Go buy breakfast for the <laughs> volleyball team, and let's take a real quick photo and make it right. And then John will make sure they get fed the rest of the week." Yeah, John. it's a win-win. Yeah, again, I I go back to I I believe Matt Rule is going to be a great coach here at Nebraska. We've seen him do it in the past, but one thing that Matt Rule excels at is winning hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably good at it. The dude is everywhere. I swear to God, it's like he has a clone. Yeah. Because like he'll well, be he does. like it's... standing next to me in the pit for Kenny Chesney, and then the next day he's on a flight, and he's in Indianapolis. Like, what's going on? How did you even get up there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, he doesn't do have sleep. Yeah. He, doesn't he doesn't sleep. sleep. I mean, he does have the Walmart version, Matt Honky from the Go Big Red cast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Matt. <laughs> but <laughs> it was Honky at Fan Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right. Matt, I need you again, bud. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. So on a serious note, though, I do want to talk about you brought up Harbaugh and the cheeseburger. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hold on. Let's pump the brakes here. Skirt. It took the NCAA two years to punish Scott Frost. It took the NCAA six months to recommend a two-week suspension for Pat Fitzgerald. Four. Oh, no. Two weeks. Oh, yeah, you're right. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. For Pat, yeah. Yeah. And then it comes out that it's just way worse than we ever thought it was. 
I want to know what the NCAA is doing as far as punishments goes, investigations goes. It took two years. Two years. And now it's taken them two years to figure out the cheeseburger. Cheese, cheeseburger gate, whatever you want to call it. Burger gate. Burger gate. Har burger gate. What are we doing? Okay. I don't care what the punishment was for Scott. It was like two years in the making of them deciding what to do with him for the Analyst, analyst yeah. coaching, right. and the players practicing when they weren't supposed to off campus. But then they only spend six months investigating this thing that a student newspaper could figure out was way worse than what the NCAA was saying. I just want to know. I just want to quick, like, what, what do we think about what's going on with the NCAA? Because we've already had our bitches and complaints about the NCAA, especially when it came out about the, the former head coach. I just want to know, like, what is the future for the NCAA? Because what they're doing is not working clearly. They're not prioritizing shit that should be focused on, and they're focusing on things that, like, the cheeseburger. Are you I kidding think, me? Yeah. If they're on life support. Beep. If, beep, if I'm Harbaugh, beep. if I'm Harbaugh, <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, right? I took these guys out for cheeseburgers. Relatively innocent act. Meanwhile, if we really want to dig into programs, they've been paying players in McDonald's bags for 30 years. Uh-huh. What the f- have you ever done Alabama. about that? Uh-huh. I don't respect you NCAA, so I'm going to lie to you because I don't respect you. Yeah. I think that's what, that's Harbaugh's mindset. Yes. There's been so much seismic change that's been like above the NCAA's head where their priorities are all out of whack. They're like a dinosaur now. Who respects the NCAA anymore? Nobody. And I think no, that's right. what, that's what They're on life support. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And there was uh, a tweet that went around, obviously, after the four-week suspension for Harbaugh. Um, Four-game. Like, yeah, four-game. Four um, that, you know, he gets four games for a cheeseburger. And Urban Meyer got, what, two games for hiding domestic abuse inside <laughs> his program? Right. It's like they just flip a coin. Oh. Right. Well, yeah. All right. This is what you get. Like it, the severity of these punishments. Yes. There's there's no rhyme or reason. To I think it. some people would argue is the NCAA was more harsh with Harbaugh because Harbaugh went out of his way to lie, lie and mislead them. Yeah. But did Which Urban comes- not lie by hiding all of that? Urban moved mountains to hide some of the stuff that he's been doing. Urban has been moving mountains to hide things since he was in Florida. Urban, yes. Urban Which is a mountain. Literally. He, he Florida. Like, oh, I got heart issues. I'm going to quit coaching for a while. I'm going to end up over here. It just, because something was bad over there. It's just, he's been dancing forever. It's just, it's just it, there's not, nothing is ever consistent. It's very similar to like the Roger Goodell NFL thing where it's like some guys get this punishment for domestic abuse, but then some people get this punishment for marijuana. Like uh-huh. it's it's stupid. There's no rhyme or reason. The NCAA is going to be over with in the next 10 years. It's going to be gone. I, I don't know if it'll be in 10 years, but it, it it's will going happen. To be, it's going to be gone. Eventually, it'll happen in the in, relatively near future. Yes, because eventually with the NIL and all this stuff, these, these universities – and these players that are all getting compensated to play football, eventually yeah. the football program will not be associated. It'll be the football team that associates with the University of Nebraska. And that's what's going to happen. And, and so right now, the NCAA is just trying to throw whatever they possibly uh-huh. can at things to still try to stay relevant. And guess what? That little four-game suspension gave them all the publicity they they freaking wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. Like you said, you, they're, they're trying to be the teacher and get everybody in control. Everybody back yes. in the classroom now. Mm. Yes. Where they've already lost it. They're out on the playground Dude, throwing balls at people. Like, so Colorado is going back to the Big 12, right? 
I, yeah, cool. Good luck. Whatever. Ideally, right? In a perfect scenario, right? If you even want to go back to Nebraska getting out of the Big 12 going to the Big 10, like, wouldn't you have, like, some governing body that overlooks everything and says, no, you're going to stay where you are. Uh. But, dude, with all these programs changing conferences and without even consulting with the NCAA, it's, don't this care. is yeah. all just about T. This is about right. CBS. This is about Fox. NCAA? Well, no, dude, I'm, I'm going over to these group of teams. You're not going to do shit about it. NCAA is irrelevant. Oh. Yeah, there's been so much change. And it's just like, aren't you supposed to be overlooking and regulating some of this? No, there's no, no, there's so, no regulation going absolutely on. Absolutely not. Except for cheeseburgers and the slight misleading, I didn't have cheeseburgers. F you, four games. Shut up. I just, I mean, it's Shut just, up, NCAA. Isn't it fun, though, that the game he comes back is against Nebraska? Yeah, I know. Isn't that a little fun? I mean, yeah. A I, little? I would say very. I'm just saying, like, why is it four? Why hopefully is it not they'll five? Be, hopefully right. they'll be you know so used Th- there's to a not reason. playing with them. There's a reason. <laughs> oh, God. Click, 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 oh, click. God. There's a reason because they're like, hey, you know, Harbaugh's first game is against Nebraska. The- so mm-hmm. I got to ask, you know, with Harbaugh's first game back being against Nebraska, I was asked, do you think it helps or hurts Nebraska's odds? I said, we're playing Michigan. I don't care. <laughs> Does it not matter? Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't matter if Harbaugh was on that field or not. We're playing Michigan. Right. Like, He's been to Lincoln. It's his players. Rule knows yeah. what's going to be on the field. He's gonna, I'm going to focus on the players that are out there and whether he's calling it or not. It doesn't matter. If Khakis, no. if Khakis is there or not, it does not freaking matter. Right. Those he's, players are going to execute. Yes. That's a good fucking team. And if like, you think just because Jim is not on the field, he's not influencing that team for oh, those yeah. four weeks, you're out of your he's freaking mind. Legit yeah. texting whoever's running that thing and like, just run it over the middle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, why are you guys wearing jorts? I told you guys khakis only. Khakis. Yeah. <laughs> khakis and polo. No jorts. He's finding any tall building and the most powerful <laughs> yeah. binoculars he can find. It's like it's like the Mets manager back in the yeah. subway series yeah. sneaking back in, putting on a mustache and glasses. And he's like, I'm not Jim Harbaugh. I'm Bob Jarbaugh. Yeah. And he's just going to sit over in the corner. He's the equipment manager, the new equipment manager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the equipment manager with. The glasses that look exactly like Jim Harbaugh. Exactly. Yeah. He'll get contacts for yeah, those games. He'll get contacts. <laughs> just, just to be a different. Ridiculous. Oh um, okay. So this is just kind of a thing that I'm throwing in here. Is we've been talking a lot about dogs. Being, not, a, not, being a dog. Not, are we not saying like dogs not, or dogs? Not like me with the DOG that I'm obsessed with. We're talking about dogs. At home. In the crate. Okay. D-A-W-G, dogs. We talked to a couple 80s guys last week, and we asked about this. You know, we said, Nebraska football just doesn't seem like they have a lot of dogs lately. Do you guys see any dogs on this roster? And even if you necessarily don't, who do you want to step up as a dog? Oh, Mike? I I can jump right away. Go. I got a dog that was a former dog. And his name's MJ Sherman. Ah, you stole mine. Sorry. I'm that's just saying, okay. like, if you want a guy that's been there, done that, seen it, what it looks like, and yeah. a guy that's looking for an opportunity, I think MJ Sherman has to be your guy. And we uh, want him to be the dog because yeah. because of that five-star potential that if he if it comes out of there, that's going to be really good because we haven't had a true pass rusher, true good linebacker in a long time. 
He's been my favorite since the spring game. And, and you've seen just, you've seen yeah, behind the right scenes up, good that shit. That guy, he is super fucking smart. Like it's it's crazy how smart he is and handling questions from people. But then he you can tell he's just having as much fun as possible. Like if they told him, Hey, we want you to go play another eight minutes, he's like, Okay. Yeah. Sure. yeah. He's like, I'm ready. I need to play at Georgia. <laughs> yes. His, his passion for the game and for people, you could see it on his smile. And then today he's right back there again. And there was there was a, one of the reporters was asking, I can't remember who it was, was trying to trip him up. And he's like, I'm sorry, can you rephrase that question? Oh yeah. I think and it was it's sip. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's, he's like, he knew exactly what he was talking about. He's like, no, I need you to say it a different way. Mm-hmm. And he said it exactly how he had to say it. And MJ is one of the smartest guys on that team. It's crazy to watch him uh, handle the room. It's almost like he's he's the defensive Matt Rule. I mean, he's kind of has that ability to just kind of control the room. And then it was it was it was very similar to like Casey Thompson when uh, some of the Omaha uh, uh, World Herald people would try to get him to trip up and impressors talking about Scott. We don't say his name. Uh, and uh, he Casey would be like they would ask him, he's like, well, what were your, what were your thoughts when they called this play? And Casey's like, well, it was first and 10. We were down about the 34 yard line. I was looking at a, an X, Y, Z cross <laughs> and he's the boring best. them to death there with plays. It's the best. And it's like, God bless you, Casey Thompson for doing that. <laughs> MJ's kind of, he's got that ability to do that. But then he also has that fire to just go beat the crap out of somebody. Well, and, and just M- have that engine too. MJ's seen like, all of his teammates are now first round draft picks. Yep. And so he, I mean, I would imagine he's still friends with a lot of these guys. And so being a professional and being able to handle the media, mm-hmm. you got to think he's been taking notes and, I, and, and he's doing a good job. He's obviously. going to be as, as good as Sue. I bet. <laughs> I, I love mean, that. He has, has that kind of just, wow. a, that's a big, big wow. statement. When you put on that helmet, he just becomes a different person. I love it's that. Fun to watch him. I love play. Flip a crazy. switch, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Connor, who do you got? Who do right. you got, boy? So I got a two-parter for two separate reasons. Number one, from what we've seen and heard about him, Jeff Sims is a dog. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, the other... Actually, he's a... Well, he wasn't a dog. Yeah, he's a, you know, but he's a dog now. <laughs> he, he was a bumblebee. Owl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other... Yellow jacket. Um, I'm going to throw the dog title to Malachi Coleman as well. And not yeah. necessarily for what he's doing on the field, but what he's doing with the community. Mm-hmm. He earns that that whole thing with uh, Fan Day, where he had all the kids sign that, and he put that on his locker. Um, I, I think that's really to motivate him. Everything you hear about Malachi, he, he's all about the kids. Um, yeah. You know, he had a tough upbringing. Um, his NIL money is all going to foster care programs. That's amazing. So Malachi Coleman's a dog in my book, too. Yeah, and I hope he's a dog on the field too. Absolutely, yeah. and well, he's earned every appearance that he's made on, like the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah, whatever. it's it's not he's not there for the the limelight. He's there to help other people. Yeah, and when he pulled that, we like it's a guarantee, one hundred percent going to be a good thing on our morning show because he just like who does that. I mean, the right kind of people, the right kind of people who grew up and and didn't have what they they could have had or had people leave them there in their lives. And then they got picked up by some amazing people that raised them. That's the kind of person he is. And God bless it. I hope he's a great player. Absolutely. So do I. I, I don't think he's a stud. I don't think I would say 99 percent of the state is rooting for him. Oh, for, oh, sure. for certain. There's, 100%. I'd like to know who the one percent is. I think you know who I'm referring to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one Ridiculous. guy. Yeah. One guy. Yes. All right. KB. All right, Dogs. I'm throwing out Billy Kemp. 
That dude is going mm, to be I your like Jordan hey. Westerkamp. He's going to be your no oh. shit. Like, get out there. We need a first down. All reliable. We're throwing you the ball. Yep. I think I think he just has an attitude about him. If you saw him in the presser on Monday, people were asking him questions. And, he's, and he just kind of like, he was just like brushing stuff off. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, we got to get better. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to like, you heard what rule said about him. What? Yeah. Yesterday. Go down an alleyway. I want Billy Kemp yeah. right next to that me. Was yeah. a, that like, was an interesting quote. Yeah. It was an interesting <laughs> like, quote for sure. Billy, go get him. Okay. Okay. Him and, like- Sh- him, him and MJ Sherman are just going to go out there and attack <laughs> yeah. everybody. It's that dog mentality. Yeah. I feel like Rule maybe walking the streets of North Carolina maybe was walking down an alleyway <laughs> and has experience. He was, yeah. He's like, man, he's I wish I would have called Billy. Yeah. 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 I, th- I, okay. I think, so I think he's going to be a big time player for us this year. Okay. Jared. So if I'm thinking right offense, I'm thinking about last year, a guy who would seem to come up with timely either catches or blocks. I would think of Marcus Washington. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Now this is a guy he's got a cast on his hand. Please make a speedy recovery because I think at least with his mentality, he is a dog. Hopefully he can raise that level of play. He's that no that block, point. no rock guy though. No, like so I'm seriously, saying, like the receiver that, he blocked well, and he, when when he had to come up clutch, he did. Yeah, and I think another guy, although he has not seen the field, is Fedoni. I think he's got the mentality yeah. of a dog. Yeah, that's Bolitnikov. Right? There you go. Yeah. yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We we got there. Same thing with him. Mackie, Mackie work. Oh, the Mackie Fox. Is Thomas is in the scrimmage that I got to see because I managed to go as a, a coach of youth football and see it in the side thing that was going on. The scrimmage I saw him, he so desperately wanted to be on the field every moment and oh, make yeah. make all these plays. And then Matt would pull him off, and he'd be he'd be so mad, almost throw his helmet. And Matt would go, "Stop! I got it. I got this. I know you can do this. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to be our star. I need to save you for games. Yes. I don't need you going 110 percent in the scrimmage. I need you to go maybe like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 101 I'm is okay. Pull you out and let you sit a couple plays. And I'm gonna let you go back in there and do your thing. And okay, so I said a wide receiver and I said a tight end. I need guys, guys. I need an offensive lineman to be a dog. I got you, Nori. Nuri Nuri the dog. He desperately wants to prove himself now. Because of what happened last year, that kid has been working his ass off to get where he needs to be able to stay on that starting lineup. Nori's the guy. He is going to go in there, and I can guarantee he's going to be a dog and just attack every moment. I need it. Well, we talked about it last week. So they selected Ethan Piper to go to Big Ten Media Days. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the projected offensive line, you're looking at... Teddy, yeah, you're looking at maybe like Turner, Ben Scott, Nori, and then Bryce Benhart. So where's Ethan Piper in this mix? So Ethan is he's a very well spoken guy. He's very good with the media. That's why he went. Plus, and he's a he's, homegrown guy. Exactly, he's the utility guy. Yeah, he's the guy who's going to go in. Yeah, he he plays guard, but I can almost guarantee he could snap the ball if we needed him to, and he could probably play tackle if we needed him to. He's that kind of a guy that's going to just be the, the culture trench guy. worker. He's a culture guy. Okay, and so I think that's why they put him out there. They didn't put Nuri out there because there'd be all kinds of questions about last year. You don't yeah. need that. They didn't put Teddy out there because there'd be all kinds of questions about his injury. We don't need that. Let's put somebody out there that is a culture guy that can handle the press the way he did. And he will be that guy who will pop in and just take control whenever he's in. Beautiful. Do you like think that. 
him being a homegrown guy and putting him at media days. I mean, obviously we've seen a lot better in-state recruiting under rule than we have in a long time. Do you think a part of that reason to send him there was to really give a message to players in Nebraska? Oh, I can guarantee that was what it was going on. Because Matt's locked down Nebraska. Yeah. Nobody's taking our guys anymore. It's 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 Matt or or you're gonna go play at Hastings or something like that. So I think that was again a, a very strategic play. It's a game of chess for rule, and he's playing four D chess. Oh yeah, yeah. he's, well, he's yeah. way ahead. And Reimer was a walk on too, so it's like you got the walk on right. local guy. You got it's all good feel good yes. stories. You got the 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 future captain Jeff Sims. You got Ethan Piper, the local kid that that's working his butt off. You got the walk on guy. Those are three really good feel good people, and all three of them can speak very well and not get tripped up by some jackass in Wisconsin. <laughs> and you know what? That. It played right into the pocket of Matt Rule too, because if uh-huh. you watched Media Days, the questions to Reimer and Ethan Piper were talking about, oh, you're a local guy. You you know, you were a walk-on. Uh-huh. Oh, how do you like, you know, being the face of Nebraska football? And, you know, like, it played right into the pocket of Matt Rule. That whole yep. thing, like, it was it was perfectly planned. Those seven, eight, nine-year-olds that are watching it are just like, maybe I could do this. Mm-hmm. I could yeah, That's I where we're at again with the 80s and 90s feel, is that you want to go and play at your home team. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Make it cool again, right? Yep. Yeah. Now, defensively, I will say, a guy that isn't really mentioned, but I feel like needs more love, is Malcolm Hartsaw. Amen. Uh-huh. I feel like the dude... He has to be a dog. He's, he's undersized. He's got a big heart. He's got a big heart. He's got to play he, hard. He just always seems to be, where's the ball at? Oh, okay, there's Malcolm. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it just out seems of nowhere. That right. right. Well, there. I mean, and you can say, oh, yeah, he's got a big heart and he's undersized and he's kind of like the underdog Underdogs. of the defense. But here's the deal. His play backed it up last year. Mm-hmm. You can't yes. doubt it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He was challenged and he rose up every time. The opponent, the opponent knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a five eight five nine guy over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, Courtney Grixby. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Guy, and he's yes every time, and he rose to the occasion every time. Yep. You can't even name a time where you were like, "Damn it, Malcolm!" <laughs> right. Right. Malcolm. No, he. What he the hell? He never miss misreads anything. He's like right there. He's and, always there. I like and it. If he's not going to get the the interception, he's going to make sure that guy feels it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Love yeah. that. Now here's what I need. Uh-oh. I need, you need a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You should just start writing down lists of your need. needs. <laughs> Long list. I need a Ty Robinson. Yeah. I need a Nash. You need a, you need a hog molly up front I on need, the defensive side of the ball. I need an O lineman and I need a D lineman. Uh-huh. Just give me, give me a, a, a dollar store Christian Jason Peter. Right. Dollar store. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not, <laughs> we're not, not even asking for great expensive. value. We're what's, not even asking great, great value version, right? We not want, Costco, yeah. not. <laughs> no, we want. Hey, if I, could, if I could go to Costco and buy linemen in bulk, I fucking would. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'm just saying, that's all I need, okay? Some big dude up front on both sides of the ball to come up and be a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in the Big Ten. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Well, I'm Tyler Johnson with American Legacy Land Company. I help landowners sell their land to the right buyer. I also help buyers find their ideal piece of property from farm or ranch ground to recreational property or development ground. You can give me a call at 402-616-5801. Once again, Tyler Johnson with American Legacy Land Company. Um, 
Anything else, guys, that you want to touch on? No, I don't think so. I think this is the point of the show, JP, where let's let's talk a little bit about JP. Cool. You know, let's talk about your journey, What's what got? you're doing, plug yourself, all that stuff. You know, talk about how you got into radio. I thought it was yeah. a cool story we talked after, you know, at the break. Yeah, I've been 20 plus years in radio. I wanted to play uh, football, and so I played in high school in Crete, and uh, as a freshman started with a bunch of seniors, and we almost made state, and then we had some really shitty teams for a while and just kind of endured and then made it to Doan and realized that uh, just because I was a, a large human and I did, I was like, oh, I don't have to lift weights in high school. I'm good. We'll skip. Me and my buddy Ashlyn, we just skip and get the high school college. I'm like, oh, God, these guys are way better than I am. And uh, my knee said the same thing. So I just kind of got out of it and thought, you know what? I could be John Madden. I'll get into radio. There you go. And did uh, some sports stuff. I uh, did play-by-play for the Lincoln Lightning indoor football team back when Damon Benning was the running back and got to see him roll his uh, his Achilles up into a softball under his skin. It was mm. like the weirdest damn injury I've ever seen. But yeah, like a rubber it was, band. It was nasty, but uh, yeah. So I did that for a little bit, did some Husker sports stuff before they created their own network, and then I was out of a job, and my boss at the time said, do you know anything about country music? And I said, I know who Garth Brooks is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a person, right. I think. And then, uh, yeah, just hit the ground running, did nights and then uh, afternoons, and uh, was going to do, went, went from one station to another and was staying with afternoons, and they're like, we really need to revamp the morning show, and I've never done that before. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll just build it around, and we we played with different pieces and find the right people, and now we've got J.P. Corell and Husker Nick every morning, and uh, it's like going uh, going to play every day. It's not not rocket science. It's fun, and people want to hear fun stuff, so that's what we focus on. We focus on the fun. We'll we'll give you the bullet points of what's going on in the news with what's trending, but for the most part, it's fun. It's data or dump them. It's I love that couples therapy. It's neighborhood watch. It's just it's ridiculous. Crap. So just because yeah. I've never listened to yeah. your show, yeah. just give me a. A 10 second, what is this datum or dump? That, no, the oh, datum so, dump them thing is fantastic. You, no, I don't doubt it. I need to hear. Yeah, like, you need so, to go listen to datum or dump them. Yeah, we'll, we'll send you a couple. Um, <laughs> okay. like, there's a couple that we can never, ever play on the radio because it's like rated <laughs> R stuff. But people love to hear other people's dirt. Oh, and sure. and then you get the people that just love to have their 15 minutes of fame and be on the radio for the person who had their great Dane fart in the, the case while you're in the middle of getting it on in the bed with the guy. And that's why he didn't want to come back and, and be with you is because in the middle of doing the deed, this great Dane basically shits itself. And he's like, you can't come back from that. And it's like, okay, that, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll not date. But so we've got ridiculous crap like that, which is, uh, it and as long as people keep giving us their their stories, we'll keep telling them and talking about them. And uh, we're just about the people. It's a lot of fun. And then I I have both both my kids are both in college, so I had extra free time, and I just absolutely love sports. And that's when I got into doing the PA for Husker soccer, which I'll be in my I think eighth year being the PA for the Husker soccer team, which don't sleep on these girls. They are fantastic. A bunch of Gretna girls that are just dominating uh, and they should be really good this year. And it's a lot of fun. And then I got talked into doing women's basketball when Connie Yor was the coach and was there for three years. And the guy who was doing men's was retired and they were moving from Devana to PBA. And I became the, the voice of the Huskers in PBA for basketball. That so, is so awesome. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm thinking of kind of like your jobs that you have morning show, where maybe it's a little more freewheeling 
right? You can right. kind of be yourself. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then you a PA announcer where it's like you kind of <laughs> have to be a robot. Yeah, you are, it, you are the university. Bit, yeah. A robot. Yeah, but there's, they, they told me a long time ago, and, and when Tim Miles was there, it was a couple of the couple of first couple of years I was there, a uh, buddy of mine's like, hey, you should do boom shakalaka when a big dunk happens. And so I did it, and it became kind of a thing for a little bit. Love it. And then Fred came and he's like, no, boom shakalaka. So we got to earn that. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I, I can respect that. I, I went back to just being excited and yelling really loud. What about like, just boom? Yeah, just a boom. Just boom. Like, do, I do every once in a while. There's a good dunk uh Jawan gary had one last year that just was amazing yeah i've but, seen tickets i'm there yeah, so the best is when casey <laughs> does something because yes. it's the you casey know, tomanaga and it's just it's crazy <laughs> and that's that's the atmosphere i want to be a part of and i listen to the pa guy who's been with the bulls forever and the lakers guy and it's just you can hear what they do that just makes them stand out so just try to have as much fun as possible within the box that they let you be as a right. pa announcer well, hopefully you'll be saying Tomanaga. Oh my like, god, a lot. Listen, because those last what mm, twelve games last yeah. year yeah. were so incredible. Fun. They were so much fun. And watching him play now with the Japanese team, he looks like a man now. He doesn't look like he a kid fit, anymore. He filled in. He he's a he's a dude, and he's yeah. gonna. I guarantee he's gonna have a hell of a good season, and then probably end up in the NBA. I wouldn't be. I surprised. hope so. He's just he's that kind of guy. He's just gonna be. Like a Clay Thompson just pops on a team. He's the he's the 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 shooter. He's a gunman. He just comes in and just nails what he needs to nail. And he's a defensive monster. That guy has a motor. He just runs around. He doesn't constantly. stop. Yeah, and that's how he gets open on offense too. Is he will run somebody in circles yeah. until they're like gassed, <laughs> and he's like, ah, cool, boom, <laughs> boom, done. Yeah. Well, we, if you think about the NBA, I mean, that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. That's how it works. Three and D, baby. We are a KSA fan club. Oh, yeah. We are KSA. big fans. That guy is fantastic. And his parents are super nice. And his dad is a giant. And oh, my God. Yes. Thing. It's <laughs> he crazy. got in between. He's yeah. like the definition He's of in yeah. between. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good little hobby to have and a couple nights a week or weekends and go to talk basketball a little bit which is fun i love it is fun listening to your voice on this versus (laughs) the pa yeah is because when when you go and you're like casey not tomanaga four three (laughs) it just sounds so much different yeah than you are on the radio more gravel yeah you got more gravel here can you can you give us i was gonna say a casey for three okay okay here we go casey tomanaga four Three. And everybody does that. Yeah, exactly. All the yokels in the crew. I can count I, too. Yeah. I also love that you call, like, being the voice of Husker basketball a hobby. Oh, right. <laughs> a hobby. A hobby. Right. Yeah, that's a little I hobby. A full-time job. I'll, do, I'll make a little extra cash <laughs> yeah. over here. And, I, and it's so cool too, because I, I remember being a high school play by play person. Uh, early on in my career, and I saw Jake Muleheisen play basketball at, at Southeast, and I called those games too to actually see him and talk to him. And then the great Kent Pavelka is right across I the way. I love Kent. And every every night we just signal each other, and it's the best thing. And I got to thank Matt Cotney, who's the play by play for women's basketball. He's the one who got me the gig with women's basketball PA way back then. Him and John Bishop both did it, and just said this kid is going to be a lot of fun. Let's let's have some fun with it. And they helped me progress to where I'm at, and I I love. And I know we primarily talk football, but is this the year, Nebraska ball? Is this the year where they can be not the team, the only team to not have an NCAA tournament win? Only Power Five. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm just being a little dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) 
Because I think I've, we've earned the right to be a little dramatic. The I, worst yeah. Power 5 basketball the team. Worst, uh, <laughs> yes. And we're still there. Yes. Yeah. Is this it? I really feel like it is. It's, you're not just saying that because you're no, the PA. I'm answer. not just saying that, but I, I, cause I love, I love the work ethic that Casey has. I love the work ethic. Jawan Gary has, I love CJ Wiltshire just continuing to fight and get in there and make things happen as best he can. And then the transfers we've gotten in, they're beasts. Like the game, I know we were playing without like five players and we still went, ended up winning the game in overtime overseas. That's huge mm -hmm. because it's giving the opportunity for those freshmen like Rice and everybody to get in there and, and show what their worth is. And Fred's, Fred's very similar to Matt Rule in the fact that he knows what he's doing. When, when, watching, when Teddy Buckets was there and fighting everything Fred was saying, Fred's just like, all right, fine, whatever. Mm. We're not going to win because Teddy wants them to get a scoring record. You, you can hear him when I'm at the PA table. He's right here all the time. And so either he's slamming the, the table really, really hard, or I'm hearing him call out every – he knows exactly what play to run against whatever defense is coming up against him. If they, like, buy in, just like the football team, just fucking buy in. If you guys buy in and listen, yes, sir, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, they're going to do really well. I mean, I have no doubt that Hoiberg's basketball acumen is very, very good. Yeah, he didn't right? lose that when he came to Nebraska. No. So, yes, please. We need an NCAA tournament win, please. It's just hard so, to recruit. In. <laughs> it's hard to recruit in one of the coldest places in the world. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the hardest part about it. Kansas does though. Yeah, I'm they saying, do. I, exactly. Saying, they have no problem. Is, but Kansas has that lineage yes. for years. And that's yeah. they can go and say, All right, here's our national championships right here. Creighton. Yeah. Creighton. Yeah, hey, exactly. remember that time we beat Creighton? And <laughs> Iowa twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the best. Oh, yeah. It's it's tough. And I, I think Fred's done. He piecemealed together a couple teams for a while there. And then he finally got some of his own guys. And now it feels like it's his team. To get it rolling. Yep. Get Absolutely. it going. I was one of those guys last year. I'm like, Hoiberg. <sighs> so close. I don't see it. Yeah. There were a couple calls, though, from officials that changed I mean, like three games. Oh, yes, yeah. Really, sure. I mean, it changed the, the outlook of the season. Yeah. Like us. I mean, again. Purdue the overtime like oh, oh boy God. ridiculous oh, yeah. that was yeah. the worst call known to man program but, but again you you can't blame that you have to put them away by mm -hmm. like five or ten yes that's how you're gonna beat him yeah yes. and Fred knows that he's not gonna go complaining to the NCAA he's gonna just do what he does I like that mindset okay that's a good way to wrap it up heck yeah. yeah yeah okay now just so our listeners know you can find JP every morning ninety six. Point six. 96.9. 96. 96.9. Six upside down. See, I have, yeah. I'm not a country guy. Sorry. It's okay. But I could be a JP guy. Exactly. See, that's the thing. Our morning show is not a country morning show. It's right. just a morning show. We play country music in between while we take a breath or go to the bathroom. And then we come back and be funny. It's it's a doing. great show. It, it's Thanks, number two man. on my presets. I I love it. I was Garth, like, when Garth glad Brooks to get you plays, on. Yeah. your favorite Garth Brooks. <laughs> you actually. So I just got a new car. You came as a preset in my car. Hey, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, whoever set the preset on yeah. that one. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> At tip. Okay, guys. Uh, let's. So uh, at NBNR podcast. Can't forget Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, Pornhub. Pornhub? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been up. <laughs> oh, sorry. OnlyFans. X. Oh, yeah. Can we just say that's the most ridiculous thing in the world? It's ridiculous. so dumb. It's, he's got to leave his mark because he's a smart, rich guy. Oh. And he lifted his leg on it. Already born rich. <laughs> anyway, because his parents were rich. 
Uh, I could go on for days. Yes. Um, yeah. Merch, Evans Apparel. Yes. EvansCustomApparel.com. Yeah. You know, yeah. Slash MNR. Yep. That'll be in the episode, script, episode description. Attaboy, Mike. Yeah. Yep. You're good at those. Yep. If you haven't seen the pictures or the videos, clips that we put out, the new merch is really fucking sick. Yes. Yeah. Good and stuff. Honestly, yeah, it's high quality and reasonably priced. Yes. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. Excellent. Let's sign off, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Holt. Mike Delaware. And before I sign off, a little shout out to Terrence Bud Crawford, the fucking yeah. goat. Yeah. That was, an ass that, that was an ass whooping if I've ever seen one. Bro, we could go on for another half hour. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sidebar on that, though, real quick. Yeah. Trev oh, Alberts no. and Matt Rule, what they, what they tweeted out was a dead dead giveaway to Memorial Stadium being the next place he has his final fight. Please. Oh, Guaranteed. Yeah. Please. Guaranteed. Anywho, I'm Kyle Byers. Connor Cavillac. <laughs> JP. As always, 30 days, beat Minnesota and GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> got it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs> <laughs>